Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you're open to any and all experiences. I am so excited to be sharing this guest story with you all today because I think she has so much passion and finds so much joy in the work she's doing. My guest this week is Anne-Marie Gadosh, and she has a long list of titles, but among those are youth activist, podcast host, content creator, and aspiring lawyer. Anne-Marie has a very interesting story, and I got to talk with her about her work and her experiences. So, without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Anne-Marie Gadosh. So, hey everybody. Um, my name is Anne-Marie Gadosh. I am a 23-year-old activist, creator, and aspiring human rights lawyer based in New York City. I am passionate about travel, media, feminism, and especially mental health. I am also the co-founder of the Room 3228 podcast, along with my two best friends from college, Anita Tundawani and Chanel Cummings. And we basically want to create a platform for young people to talk about issues that impact them. Um, in my part-time work, I'm also a web developer for the United Nations Women's Delegations Club, where I work with the Slovak ambassador to the United Nations to raise funds for displaced women and children from around the world. And then I work full-time in finance while studying for the LSAT. I work at HBO. Um, I consider myself a multi-potentialite because I have a lot of interests, but what connects these passions is always authentic storytelling. So I'm excited to be here to talk about that. And I am so excited to have you on the show to talk about it. So I would love to know a little bit more about the experiences and maybe the challenges you faced throughout your life so far that really got you to this point where you felt like you needed to get started with this work. Can you tell me more about that story? Sure. So I come from a Slovak American household, um, a first generation immigrant. And for me, my parents always really emphasized the importance of learning about other people, learning about different cultures. And it's something that I kind of carried through with me throughout much of my life. I grew up in Staten Island, New York, but the community that I was living in was very homogeneous. So I didn't meet a lot of different people until I really got to college. And that's where I started learning more about other cultures, really pursuing my activism full force and kind of figuring out what kind of stories I want to tell and just learning more about the world around me. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And that's such an interesting background. I'd love to know more about your podcast, Room 3228. Can you tell me more about the process to create the podcast and what that looked like for you? I'd love for my listeners to be able to go and check it out. So tell me more about the podcast and that side of your story. That would be awesome. So our podcast, we created it when we were in college. It's called Room 3228 because that's the club room where the three of us met. We were on, in a club called Isaac at our school. And it's basically a club that promoted traveling, going abroad, volunteering abroad, um, which we all did in our own way. And so we realized that when we were hanging out in this club room, we were learning a lot about different types of people. Um, our school was a commuter school, but the people who were involved in club life were really passionate about learning about others and sharing their experiences. So we would always have really interesting conversations in the club room. And we'd just be sitting there for hours, usually after class ended, talking about random topics, getting into really heated discussions. And we realized that we were learning so much and meeting so many new people that we wanted to take that platform to a bigger stage and kind of help other people have that same experience, even if they weren't necessarily going to a college like ours. And so we ended up 
taking this platform to a broader audience so that we could educate ourselves as well as others. And some of the topics we've discussed recently were interracial relationships, circumstantial friendships, and our identities as immigrants. And we brought, uh, we brought on guests with different cultural backgrounds to discuss their perspectives. And another topic we've discussed at length is mental health, especially in the wake of COVID-19. We really wanted to give people a chance to create a community and talk to others even when they were quarantining at home. And I actually started my professional career as an essential worker. I worked at Integrity Senior Services where I used my communication skills to provide diverse elderly, a segment of the population that was hit the hardest by the pandemic with resources to combat anxiety and depression. So we ended up taking this topic on full force, especially last season. That's so interesting. And I think that range of topics is really great because there's certainly something for everyone to learn about. And so as you mentioned, one of your passions is traveling and volunteering abroad and learning about different people and cultures. I would love to know more about those experiences and how they've impacted who you are today and the work you're doing. Can you tell me more about your travels and the way that those experiences have affected your life? Sure. So travel is really, really important to me. And in college, I actually volunteered abroad a lot. Uh, So I spent time in Thailand, the Republic of Georgia, Sri Lanka, Ecuador, Israel, and Puerto Rico. And so every time I went to a new place, I ended up meeting new people and learning about their stories. And for me, I realized that a lot of people back home tended to travel to the same places. Um, They didn't really get a full experience of living with people from that country, learning from them, hearing their stories. It was more like traveling for leisure, which is also great, um, but it's just a very different experience. And so when I was volunteering abroad, I really wanted to come back and share these stories with people. Um, Something I also studied in college was media. Um, I was a double major in computer science and music management. And so for me, I, I did a lot of work on journalism and kind of learning about how media portrays different conflicts abroad. And what you realize is that there are a lot of things happening all over the world that people just aren't hearing about. And if you're not going to those places and really experiencing it for yourself, you're not going to get exposure to these issues. So when I came back home, I really wanted to share the unique stories of the people I met abroad. And I tried to do that through social media activism. I also did on the podcast. And then I also worked with a couple of online journals and newspapers to share my experiences abroad. And what I realized is that Every time I went somewhere and I learned and talked to different people, it really exposed me to different cultures and it really changed the type of person I was and kind of steered me in a different direction for my goals and what I wanted to do with law moving forward. That makes a lot of sense. And it's actually a great transition into my next question about law and your plans for the future. I think it's interesting that your travel helped to inform your passion for pursuing a career as a lawyer. And I would love to know more about why you chose that goal for yourself and maybe some about what you're hoping to do in the future. Sure. Um, For me, I always wanted to do something that was public service oriented, but I also was really interested in travel. And so when I was abroad, I learned a lot about international human rights and migration and conflicts like that. And so uh, one of the biggest defining moments, I think, that made me realize I wanted to pursue law was when I went to Israel. And I learned a lot about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and was able to come home and talk more articulately about the issues happening there, not only what I was seeing in the news, but also what I had experienced and stories of the people I met there. And realizing that I really wanted to be a voice for people and advocate for stories um, that weren't being told. And I realized I could do that with law. And so the path I wanted to take was something related to migration and also international human rights. And it's something that I've been studying, I've been pursuing on my own through my part-time and like side interests, but also just studying for the LSAT and getting ready for law school. 
Definitely. So I want to switch gears a little bit. I'm sure you've had so many great conversations through your podcast, through your travels, and just throughout your life. So what is some of the best advice that you've ever gotten from someone? Sure. So I think something that really impacts me is a lot of people feel like they have to follow a strict path. You have to know exactly what you're doing with your life. You have to have things mapped out. Uh, For instance, when I went to college, I went to a business school. So everybody was pursuing finance or accounting. And it was like, in four years, I have to make um, this amount of money at a top tier law firm or at a top tier uh, accounting firm. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that way and they don't actually have the chance to pursue different passions, try different things. And so for me, I just try to take every opportunity that comes my way to learn and to expand my mindset. And for me, working and activism, they kind of come full circle and they combine and that I really want to create a life where I'm constantly learning and trying new things. And so I try not to put myself in a box. Like I mentioned before, I'm interested in travel, but I'm also interested in music and media. And so I'm trying to find a way to combine all these passions, whether I'm doing some stuff on the side, some stuff full time, um, and just letting myself have the room to grow and make mistakes and learn from that. I love that advice. And now I'm actually going to ask you to share a little bit more. So there are lots of college students and high school students out there who want to make a change, who want to make a difference, but they may not know how or maybe where to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Definitely. I think people underestimate how much influence they have just in their own local communities or even on social media. Um, There's this theory um, about influencers right now. Social media activism has been on the rise ever since we went virtual during COVID. And so I've realized that you may not have a huge following on social media, but you can always start there. Just having a conversation with a neighbor about something really impacts people. And you don't realize how your actions can impact another and how that echo chamber kind of breaks free when you're talking to different people. So it can be as simple as starting to have conversations about topics that you're uncomfortable with, with other people. You don't know where that will lead. I mean, that's how we started with the podcast. And now the podcast has a huge following. And so it's just kind of taking that first step, even if you don't think it's going to be that impactful, you really don't know where it's going to lead. You can start on social media. You can start with friends, family. I think family is also a really good way to go because sometimes uh, talking to your family members about different topics, that can be a bit of a struggle. Um, And I think it's hard, but if you can do something like that, then you really don't know uh, how much influence you have and what you can do moving forward with other people. I think my favorite part about this interview with Anne-Marie is the way that her passion for her work really comes through in talking with her. She has really taken every one of her travels, every volunteer opportunity, every job, every activist engagement, and every other experience that she's had as an opportunity to learn and connect with people. And that's definitely something I admire about Anne-Marie. She has been so open and accepting to every opportunity life has thrown at her, and she's used them all as chances to grow. And then she's been able to share those stories and help others grow as well, which makes Anne-Marie the perfect example of how change comes when you're open to any and all experiences. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Anne-Marie on Instagram at Anne-Marie Gadosh, and you can also learn more about Room 3228 and how to listen at Welcome to Room 3228 on Instagram as well. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but 
Until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.